Hi there, this is Jacob Msipa, the senior pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you. We are continuing with our theme as we have been talking about the Holy Spirit for this month of May. You know, we have been um, covering different topics from receiving the Holy Spirit, uh, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Just, you know, this uh, past week we have been talking about the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And this morning we are going to share the Word of God together on the subject, the power of the Holy Spirit. Remember, we said that it is possible, it is very much possible for you as a believer to find yourself in a situation where you are born again, you are saved, but the unfortunate thing can be that you know you don't even know what is available for you in as far as the Holy Spirit is concerned. You were not necessarily introduced to the person and the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And that is why we are taking some time, you know, on this theme of the Holy Spirit so that we can know Him as a as the third person of the Godhead and develop a relationship with Him, as in one of the messages we've been talking about fellowship with the Holy Spirit because that's how we can be in a position to take advantage of the relationship that we are supposed to have and take advantage of what is available for us in Him and so that we can develop and cultivate that relationship with Him and have fellowship with Him each and every day. Remember we said He is a person. We can talk to Him each and every day. We can seek His guidance, His counsel. We can ask Him to lead us each and every day, to guide us each and every day. So do not just interact with the Holy Spirit during your time of prayer in the morning, but even as you go about your daily business, at office, at work, you know, at school, wherever you are, you can open up your heart to Him, you can talk to Him, you can engage Him, and He can be uh, involved. And the Bible talks about how He can participate in our day-to-day activities. And just like I said, uh, this morning we are going to talk about the power of the Holy Spirit because not only does he uh, you know cause us to manifest his fruit but also he causes us to manifest his power and that is what we are going to be talking about this morning and I want you to know that the presence of the Holy Spirit precedes his power in most cases people make a mistake of seeking the power of God without really spending some time with him and the safest way of flowing in the power of God it is to learn how to practice his presence first so even in as much as the Holy Spirit also is concerned in our lives I do believe that we need to develop that relationship with him you know and have fellowship with him so that we can be in a position to access his power as well. So I want us to open our Bibles in the book of Acts chapter number 1 and verse number 8. The book of Acts chapter number 1 and verse number 8. If you do have your Bible, grab your Bible, you know, open your Bible and let us, let us read together. But if you don't have the Bible, you know, do not lose heart. Make sure that, you know, you watch on the screens and the scripture will be there. This is a most popular scripture that I, I believe many of us know it. Um, it says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem in and in all Judea and Samaria and the end of 
the earth. And interestingly enough, Jesus said these words just, you know, a moment before he ascended on high, even as the Bible teaches us, because this, you know, his ascension happened actually in the book of Acts chapter number one. So here he says to the disciples that they shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon uh, each and every one of them. Let us pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for the reading of your word. We pray that you may speak to us. We pray that you may challenge us, O God, with your word. Renew our minds this morning in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Now, what is power? I just want to start with the definition of what power is so that we can speak extensively in as far as this topic is concerned. Number one, power is the ability or capacity to do something or act in a particular way. It is the ability or capacity to do something or act in a particular way. So you and I, in order for us to do something or to act or to behave in uh, in a particular way, we need some form of power in order, in order for us to be able to do uh, that particular thing or uh, behave in a certain way. And number two, power also is the capacity or ability to direct or influence the behavior of others uh, or the cause of events. So this power, you know, is not only about being able to to do something yourself or act in a particular way yourself but it is also about having the ability to influence those who are around you or to influence things that are around you you know uh, we, we normally look at people who of such influence and we look at them and we say they are so powerful you know uh, in their lives and number three also power is physical strength and force exerted by something or someone it's like when you have power especially physical you know power you are able to push things around you are able to move things around you are able to pick them up up why because you have power to do so so number one the power that we are talking about it is the ability or capacity to do something or act in a particular way have you ever seen yourself you know find yourself in a situation where you know you want to do something you have a desire to do something but but the only problem is that you don't have the power to do so. You don't have the energy to do so. You know, you can't seem to pick yourself up so that you can be able to do what you want to do or to behave in a particular way. Because sometimes you and I, we find ourselves in situations where we know how we are supposed to behave. We know what is it that we are supposed to do. But sometimes we lack the power to do so. And secondly, we said... It is the capacity or ability to direct or influence the behavior of others or the cause of events. And from time to time, all of us, we find ourselves in a situation where we want to influence things around us. We want to influence people around us, but we can only do so if we have power and thirdly of course it speaks of physical strength to be able to pick uh, something up to be able to move things around and 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 by the way that we have defined a uh, power i'm sure you will realize that each and every one of us 
we do need some form of power. As you are sitting down listening to me, I'm sure there are things that you, you would want to move around in your life. There are, there are things that you would want to do or to achieve or there are people you know, around your life, whether it is maybe your family or your, your, your employees. Um, if you are an employer or you are at work, you are leading somebody, you, you know that you, know, you would like to a situation where people can listen to you, where people can take instructions from you, but you cannot be able to do that without power. So that's why I am saying, you know, each and every one of us, we, 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 we can do with some little bit of power in our lives because it is going to help us to be able to achieve um, certain things in our lives. So if you are a normal human being, you know, um, whether you are, you are a good person or not a good person, you, you, you need uh, some form of power. You know, you need some form of power. If you are, if you are a person and you say to me, uh, this morning, no, I don't need power. Let me tell you, the more you grow up and the more things happen in your life, it is the more you are going to realize that you need power in your life. Because, you know, as 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 you as we grow up, we know sometimes things get out of hands, whether in your business, whether at work or in your family or even in your own personal life. You know, when, as the people say, when life happens, then it is going to dawn on you that you know what there are certain things that you will not be able to do in your life with some form of power that is at work or at play in in your life and we see many people you know all over the world doing things great things why it is because there is some form of power that has been bestowed uh, or that they have experienced in in their lives now there are different forms of power that i can think of and this is not a comprehensive or a complete list that I'm going to give to you but I'm just going to give you a few forms of power that I believe you know they will help us to be able to understand what I am trying to say this morning number one it is economic power this uh, this is the kind of power that has got to do with maybe the the amount of wealth that you have in your life I'm sure you will realize the Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter number 7 verse 12 it says for wisdom is a defense as money is a defense as money is a defense so so if money can defend you in other words when you have it it will give you some form of power i'm sure you will realize that sometimes when you are you know you have money uh, you feel somewhat empowered you feel somewhat powerful you know you feel like you can influence people around you why because you have economic power you have finances that it will cause people to listen to you have you ever wondered why sometimes when people who are around us have money it is easy for us to listen to them that's why even today people use money to have their way people use money to influence things and people all around them i'm sure we have seen that even in the political world somehow you know people are able to to use money to have their way and not just in the political world also even in the secular world you know in the business world people always use money so that they can influence things. Ecclesiastes chapter number 10 and verse number 19. The Bible says, but money answers 
everything. So if money can bring answers, it means it can solve quite a lot of problems. That is some form of power. And also Daniel chapter number 11 verse 43 it says he shall have power talking about, you know, a, a particular king that the Bible was talking about here. It says he shall have power over the treasure of gold and silver and over the precious things of Egypt. Also the Libyans and Ethiopians shall follow at his heel. So, so money or finance empowers you to be able to achieve the kind of results that you want to achieve in your life and as I'm talking to you this morning I'm sure you do you know sense in your heart or you are you are getting that excitement to say oh God may you give me economic power because you know naturally we we want anything that is going to empower us something that is going to make us to be much more powerful and number two it can also be political power. We know how, you know, a person can be an ordinary individual minding their own business in our community. But all of a sudden, if they are elected into a political position, somehow they become powerful. Somehow when they speak, we want to listen to them. Somehow when, you know, we meet them, we look at them in a different way. You know, somebody can just be your friend, for an example, and you, you know them and you are used to them. And if they are elected to be become the president of the country the way that you are going to handle them it is going to change why because you know with that political position comes power so we need to understand and that's why we need to have politicians with a, a a godly heart a godly mind why so that they can be able to handle that power properly because you know sometimes people whenever they get uh, some form of power including economic power for that matter when their hearts are not in the right place they can use this power in a wrong way they can use this power to manipulate people they can use this this power to influence people for their own personal interest but it, that does not erase the fact that when you are elected into a political office somehow you are going to have some form of power and again I've looked at also academic power why because you know as they normally say knowledge is power when you are informed when you have knowledge you are somewhat going to be uh, empowered you are going to be equipped you are going to have power over those who are ignorant in the area where you are informed listen to what the bible says in proverbs chapter 24 and verse number five it says a wise man is strong and a man of knowledge increases power that is in the new american standard bible it says a man of knowledge increases power so when you accumulate knowledge in your life when you acquire knowledge when you are in an informed person what are you doing you are empowering yourself you are you are empowering yourself so that you can be able to influence things around you through the knowledge that you are having in your life so make sure that you know you acquire knowledge as you are growing up and as you are living your life make sure that you acquire knowledge and we know that you know in this in this life everybody wants to be powerful everybody wants to be seen as powerful and people will do whatever it takes in order for them to acquire or to have power or to be powerful many people will do whatever it takes to make sure that they have money in their lives many people will do whatever it takes to make sure that you know they get into political office why in most cases it is not necessarily about the function that comes with the political office 
office, it is because they are looking for power. And if this power lands in wrong hands, I said it can destroy many lives. It can destroy many communities as we are seeing all over the world. We see, you know, nations, you know, getting destroyed. Why? Because wrong people have occupied these positions of power. And people, of course, which is a good thing, will do whatever it takes to acquire knowledge. That's why we go to school. That's why we go to universities. Why? We are trying to equip ourselves with knowledge. And, and the, the only sad thing is that, you know, people sometimes will do whatever it takes. Sometimes people will kill to get, you know, uh, money. People will kill to get into political positions to fight for these positions because they are, they are looking for power. And you and I can decide today to go after all of these things because we want to be powerful. But one thing that I want to tell you this morning is that these forms of power, even though they are great, even though they will help you, you know, in your life to achieve and to influence certain things all around you, but it is not the ultimate power. And most definitely it is not permanent. Why? Because if you lose your political office, what does it mean? You lose the power that came with it. Or if you were a multimillionaire today and all of a sudden you lose all of those millions, what, what happens? You lose the power that came with it. I'm sure we have seen how many people used to be respected when they had money. They used to be respected when they had political positions. But as soon as they lost uh, the money, they lost the political positions, what happened? They lost the power that came with it they used to be respected but when they lost it all then they lost the power that came with it but also there is what is called also supernatural power and supernatural power can be both satanic but also it can be you know god's power and and, and this is what I want us to talk about even mainly and Satan, because you know the Bible clearly shows us how Satan was also given some form of power to be able to influence things in the book of Luke chapter number 4 and this is when he was tempting Jesus Christ himself in Luke chapter number 4 and verse number 6 in the Amplified Version the Bible says and the devil said to him I will give you all this realm and its glory. And he says, its power and its renown. Listen to this. He says, because it has been handed over to me and I give it to whomever I wish. So guess what? Satan is also able, you know, to give some form of power to the people that he wishes to give to. And why? Because this power also has been handed over to him. By who? By God, as you will see in just a moment. So, you know, anybody can be powerful, but he, he, he is going to be empowered by so many different things. But also, the Bible shows us here that even Satan himself can give you some form of power. And I'm sure you and I will agree that we don't want to be empowered by Satan, right? But there are many people who are walking around equipped and empowered by Satan without even uh, knowing. So you and I, when we were saved, the Bible shows us how we were delivered from the powers. The Bible calls it the powers of darkness in Colossians 1 verse 13. It says he has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love. So in other words, when we did not have a relationship with God, we were somehow under the control of the power of darkness until we got saved until we were born again and then what happened we were translated and we were brought into the kingdom of God 
delivered, you know, from the power of Satan himself. And of course, this form of power manifests through very various things that, you know, we see uh, uh, in this world. Corruption is one of them. You know, witchcraft and all of these ungodly things, they can be able to empower you. Satan can be able to empower you through all of these things. We see many people, you know, uh, bewitching one another and, 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 and going to spiritualists to perform certain rituals. Why? Because they want to empower themselves and they want to use these satanic powers to be able to influence people and influence things all around them. So, so there are people who will knowingly involve themselves in all of these activities. Why? Because they are hungry for power. All that they want is, is to be powerful. All that they want is to use this power to influence those who are around them, to influence things and, and maybe to influence how you know they are performing in business, how they are performing in their own personal lives and in so many other things. And they will do whatever it takes, as I said, to be able to access this power. And I don't blame them because all of us, as I said when I started, we need this kind of, we need some form of power to be at play in our lives so that we can be able to achieve certain things that we want to achieve in our lives. As I said, the list can be endless, but let us continue and explore something here. The Bible clearly teaches us, Barcelona, that true and ultimate power at the end of the day exclusively belongs to God. Only God can give you the ultimate power. As I said earlier on, that all of these forms of power that I have shared with you, they are not really the ultimate power and it is not permanent. But if you want true and ultimate power, as a matter affect power that is able to even give you these other forms of power that I have spoken about. We need to understand that that kind of power sits in the hands of God and only God can be able to give it to whoever that he wants to give it. Remember earlier, even the, pow the power that Satan uh, has, he has received it. It was power that was delegated, given to him. And the Bible says he also gives it to whoever that he desires to give to. Psalm 145 and verse number 10, the Bible says, all your works shall praise you, O Lord, and your saints uh, shall bless you. Verse number 11, it says, they shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and talk of your power. So God has, uh, you know, the ultimate form of power. He has the greatest form of power that we can ever experience in our lives. And most importantly, Psalm 62 verse 11, listen to what the Bible says. It says, God has spoken once. Twice I have heard this, that power belongs to God. Power belongs to God. This kind of power, as I said, it sits in the hands of God. No man can be able to give you the ultimate or the greatest power there is to find. You know, we can be able to generate some form or to acquire some form of power for ourselves through political positions, through money that we have, but it can never be greater than the power of God. Because when the power of God is at play, all the other forms of power will bow down you know, to the power of God because the power of God is the greatest and it is the ultimate. And, and God does not just want to keep it with himself. He himself, in the same way that Satan says, he, he gives his power to whoever he wants to give it. But of course, there are conditions to it. In the same way, also God wants to give us some form of power. And I'm going to share a few thoughts with you because even you yourself, as I said, as you are sitting down, you are saying,
saying to me, Mfundisi, but you know, I need to be powerful. I need some form of power. Let me tell you, it is also available for you and you can receive it from God. So not only does God deliver us from the power of darkness, but he himself also gives us his power, the power that is available in, in, his, in his kingdom. He does not want us to have a relationship with him and walk with this powerful God and walk with this God who is the God of all power and at the end of the day be powerless. That is not God's desire. That is not his wish. God wants us also to be powerful. 2 Timothy 3 verse 5 says, having a form of godliness by, but denying its power and from such people it says turn away. So in other words, God does not want us to be religious and be powerless but God wants us to be to have a relationship with him and also be able to access his power and 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 be able to experience this power in our lives and be able to see his power at play and at work in our lives in our families in our careers in in our businesses so that the world will know that we are serving powerful God we are serving the God of all power in this world the Lord Jesus Christ himself when he walked with the disciples the Bible says at some point in Matthew chapter number 10 from verse 1 listen to what the Bible says it says and when he had called his 12 disciples to him he gave them power over unclean spirits what did he do he gave them power so God does not keep his power with himself he gives power to his people he gives power to those who are willing to walk with him to those who are choosing to to be faithful to him God the Bible says even Jesus Christ did it with his disciples he gave them the power so the true and the ultimate power of God is received through the Holy Spirit so when you and I received the Holy Spirit when we were born again God at the same time was empowering us that's where the empowering process begin when by virtue of being saved by virtue of becoming a child of God you might not know this but there is some form of power that is locked on the inside of you all that remains is for you to, to discover just like how I am doing in uh, uh, this morning to you encouraging you to know and to realize that there's some form of power already the fact that you are born again not only were you saved from the power of darkness but God has imparted also his power on the inside of you and already you can start tapping into it and already you can begin to see it at play in your in your life so there's there's some form of power that he gave to us when we receive the Holy Spirit the you know the Bible says in John chapter number 1 and verse number 12 it says as we believed in Jesus Christ he gave us the power to become the children of God that is the kind of power which is a right it is a privilege God has empowered us he enabled us to become his children by the work on, of the Holy Spirit on the inside of us so in other words we are not trying with our own natural strength to become the children of God but it is through his power at work from the inside inside of us that we are able to become the children of God. And number two, of course, he gives us also the power that pertains to life and godliness. Second Peter chapter number one and verse number three, the Bible says, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us 
by glory and virtue. So even as we believe in God, even as we believe in His Word, guess what? God gives us His power to enable us to live the kind of life that He wants us to live and to be able to be godly. So God does not want us to depend on our natural strength and power. God does not want us to depend on knowledge or money or, or all of these other forms of power that I have mentioned. God gives us his own divine power so that we can be able to live the kind of life that you know he wants us to live. So, so God does not just prescribe the kind of life that he wants us to live, but he also gives us power to be able to live that kind of life. So whenever God you know, reveals to you through his word that this is how I want your life to turn out, know this, God does not want you to depend on your own strength and ability to be able to live that kind of life, but God God wants you to depend and to rely on the power that you have received through the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. Yes, you can be a godly man. You can be a godly woman. You can be a godly child. You can be godly at work through the supernatural power of God at work in your life. Don't try and achieve it in your own strength and flesh, but depend on the supernatural power of God that is locked on the inside of you. And remember I said, through fellowship with the Holy Spirit, so that as you fellowship with him, the Holy Spirit will begin to activate and to manifest this power from within you. So the power of God is not only about, you know, kicking and screaming, rolling on the floor, but the power of God has got to be real in your life so that it can produce the kind of results that only God can produce. Because I don't want us to sit here and think, you know, the power of I'm sure we have seen this, you know, on television in so many different places where people talk about the power of God. And the only way they can display it, it is through many strange things that do not change people. I'm talking about this morning, the kind of power that is able to transform your life, to transform your family, to transform your family, to transform your marriage, to transform your finances. This is the kind of supernatural power that you are going to see it at play each and every day, enabling you to become the child of God that you are. Because if we are going to be kicking and screaming, rolling, on the floor but there's no change there's no transformation that is not the power of God but the power of God is able to change us to 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 change us into becoming the child the true children of God so that we can have the DNA of God so that we can live quality lives that God wants us to live that is what I am talking about when I am talking about the power of God and he gives us you know another form of power through the Holy Spirit and I love this one this is the scripture that we have read as we started. The Bible says, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Remember, when we started this series, we said, you know, before you were saved, the Holy Spirit was with you. But when you were saved, you received the Holy Spirit. He came and lived on the inside of you. Now that you are born again, the Holy Spirit is in you and he has started empowering you. He has started equipping you. But there's another level, another dimension of power that comes, you know, that Jesus is talking about here in the book of Acts chapter number 1 verse 8. He says you shall receive power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon you. So number one, the Holy Spirit was with you and number two, the Holy Spirit is in you. But number three, the Holy Spirit has 
as God to come even upon you to empower you further, to empower you at another level. This is the kind of power that was even upon the Lord Jesus Christ himself and caused him to do great and mighty things. Why? Because he was empowered by the, by the Holy Spirit. The Bible says about Jesus in Acts chapter number 10 and verse number 38. It says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good. Yes, you can be empowered by God to go about doing good, at work doing good, in your family doing good, in your marriage doing good. Why? Because you are supernaturally empowered by the Holy Spirit. But take note, the Bible takes it to another level. It says, and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. So when you are supernaturally empowered by the Holy Spirit upon you, not only do you have power to influence your life, but you have power to influence even things around you, to be able to influence people around you. The Bible says you can also be able to minister to those, the people who are oppressed by the devil. Guess what? You have the power to cast out the devils from within them, not because of the loudness of your voice, but because of the supernatural power of God that is on the inside of you. Remember the Bible says the kingdom of God is not in word only, but it is also in the demonstration of the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says Jesus went about healing, praying for the sick, especially those who are, who are, who are oppressed, the Bible says, by the devil. I love it in the Amplified Version. It says, and he went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil because God was with him. And also it says, um, it, it puts it this way, in, I think it's in the message translation, it says, uh, he, he went through the country helping people and healing everyone who was beaten down by the devil. He was able to do all this because God was with him. So when you are supernaturally empowered by God or by the Holy Spirit, guess what? You cannot be beaten down by the devil. You don't have to be afraid of what can happen to you at night if you are hearing things walking on the roof or whatever the case may be. You need to know this. You have the supernatural power of God because whatever that is happening, maybe other people are trying with their powers to try and interrupt your life. The devil is trying to beat you down with his own powers. Let me tell you, you need to understand, you also have been empowered by God himself through his Holy Spirit that is on the inside of you. I love it because, you know, that word power there, it is the Greek word dynamis and, 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 and it means miraculous power. So in other words, this is not just ordinary power. It is miraculous power. It is the kind of power that is able to produce miracles. In other words, that is able to produce things that ordinarily cannot happen for themselves or by themselves in the natural. In other words, the kind of power that surpasses all of the natural laws and begin to produce for you things that your flesh cannot produce, things that your money cannot produce, things that your political, you know, influence cannot produce. It is the kind of power, you know, which is that supernatural ability from the inside of you. You know, when it further defines this, this word, it says it is the miracle worker. So this power is the miracle worker on the inside of you. And this miracle worker, guess what? It is the Holy Spirit himself on the inside of you. That's why I said, do not just let the Holy Spirit lie dominant on the inside of you. As you are a child 
child of God and you are praying in the spirit, you are praying, you know, in the Holy Ghost, you need to understand that there is a miracle worker on the inside of you. So in other words, when you are faced with an impossible situation, you need to remind yourself of this miracle worker that is on the inside of you. You need to remind yourself that you are not alone. The Bible says Jesus went about, you know, doing good and healing those who were oppressed by the devil. Why? Because God was with him. So even you as a child of God, you are not alone. God is with you in every place where you go, in your workplace, in your business, in every place when you are driving down the street, remind yourself you are not alone. God is with you. And if God is with you, you have the Holy Spirit upon you and he is giving you this miracle worker. He is giving you this power to produce miracles on the inside of you. There is a miracle worker at play in every place you can use this miracle worker. You know, in, in terms of your success, your prosperity, you can use this miracle worker. You don't have to be oppressed by the devil. You don't have to be beaten down by the devil. Your children are not supposed to be beaten down by the devil, oppressed by him. Make sure that you rise up each and every day. And I'm not saying you are not going to face these challenges. Of course, the devil is going to try you. He's going to try you at work. He's going to try you at, 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 in your family. He's going to try you in your finances. But do not stop, you know, rising up and believing God that the supernatural power that is on the inside of you can be released over those situations. Therefore, you know, stand up and when you are praying in the Holy Ghost uh, next time, pray with understanding. Pray knowing that you are not just saying empty prayers but you are unleashing the power that is locked on the inside of you this is the very same power that the Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter number 8 and verse 18 it says that God gives us power to generate wealth he gives us that kind of power so that even when we are involved in business this power can be at play you are involved in the ministry this power can be at play you are you are involved even in your career this power can be at play in your studies this power can be at play you know how you know we are all using all of the electrical uh, uh, components are using the same power it is the same power that lights up this room it is the same power that causes the keyboard to produce that sound. It is the same power that causes even, you know, so many different electrical things to operate and to function. Even with us, it is the same power. It depends on the need in that particular time. So the very same power, the Bible says, that rose Jesus from the dead. It is the same power that is on the inside of you. And even you yourself can be in a position to use that supernatural power of God. This power is the anointing. When you hear people talk about the anointing. It is that supernatural power of God that is locked on the inside of you that you have received when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. It is the anointing of the Holy Spirit that breaks the yoke. The anointing that removes burdens. It is the anointing that is able to produce supernatural results in your life. And you guess what? You are anointed even as a child of God. The Bible says, may your head never lack any oil. What does it mean? You need to remember that there is a Holy Spirit that has come upon your life and you are anointed to do business. You are anointed to do the work of the ministry. You are anointed to be a husband. You are anointed to be a father.
mother. You are anointed to be a wife, to be a mother. You are anointed. You carry an anointing. Even as a student, don't just look at yourself as an ordinary person. You have been anointed by God to function and to operate in that capacity. In the same way that God anointed Jesus to heal the sick, He can anoint you to do well in business. I mean, this is what even David said. He said, you anoint my head with oil and my cup runs over. So you are supposed to experience abundance in your life, overflow in your life. Why? Because the anointing of the Holy Spirit rests upon your life. Therefore, child of God, do not let this gift of the anointing on the inside of you, this gift of the power of God that is locked on the inside of you, do not let it lie dormant and sit without producing results for you. This is the gift and the power that Paul said, stir it up, you know, fan it into flames. Make sure that you don't sleep on it. You don't sit on it and not allow it to operate and to function in your life. Step out in faith. Begin to open up your mouth. You know, this is what I love about God. The Bible says that God puts everything in its place through the word of his power. Take note, it does not say through the power of his word, but he says through the word of his power. So in other words, even the form of power that you need is directly linked to the kind of words you choose to speak at any given situation and circumstance. So you can unlock financial power when you find yourself in a situation where you are experiencing financial struggles, when you are sick in your body, when you speak healing over your body, guess what are you doing? You are releasing power of healing. You can you can be in a position to address any challenging situation in your life by just simply tapping into this power. And therefore this morning, all that I want to do is to encourage you and to tell you, child of God, that there's a supernatural power locked on the inside of you. And even right now, as we're about to close this service, I want us to stand up and be able to open up our mouths and begin to pray without ceasing and activate, stay it up on the inside of you and never stop. Go back home and continue releasing that power. Go back to your workplace and continue releasing that power. Go back to your business. Continue releasing that power until you see supernatural results in your life. Come on, why don't you just stand up on your feet and begin to, at the top of your voice, begin to pray right now. Begin to engage the Spirit of God locked on the inside of you. Begin to do it right now. Begin to pray right now. Begin to release it right now. Believing that you are not just praying empty prayers, but you are releasing the supernatural power of God. See that situation, you know, that you are faced with disappear. The Bible says, let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. The Bible says, when God arises, even mountains melt like wax before him. Why? He's a powerful God. He's an omnipotent God, not just with one form of power, but he carries the ultimate and the greatest power of God. Come on, let us all pray. Thank you once again for listening to the message today. We trust that you were blessed by it. Please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week. Thank you very much and keep on building.